before the season even started, I knew Duvall was going to be back on our team somehow, some way. I just knew it. Mike Trout might be one of the safest bets in history, to be honest. As soon as that happened, it's like Javante Davis turned a switch and he went into kill mode. And Terrence Crawford, um, there's an argument that he might be the most feared man in boxing right now. Not really seeing many names stepping up, calling him out. If the MLB doesn't do something about it soon, uh, we could potentially be looking at another, maybe like a mini steroid era scandal on the MLB. Welcome to the All Takes No Whiffs podcast. Here are your hosts, Christian and A. Hindi. Welcome back to another baseball video for the All Takes No Whiffs podcast. I'm Alex and that's Christian. And we are back with another video for our top 10 rankings at each position in the MLB this year. Uh, We are going to move on to second base for this week. And I'm not going to lie, this list was kind of a struggle to make. Um, I think this is the weakest position um, across the entire MLB. I know I said catcher was, but I honestly think this is after uh, doing my research. Uh, But I'm really looking forward to this one and I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, like Alex just said, this one's kind of weak. Definitely, I want to say top-heavy, really top-heavy. Like, the top is who I consider an elite baseball player mostly, but not all these guys. You know, they're playing baseball at the highest level. It's just some other positions are stacked, but let's get into this. For our top 10 second baseman, it really came down to – like Alex said in the intro, across the board, who we think is the best uh, with defense in mind, the bat, of course, even other factors like base running. Honestly, though, when it comes to position players, at the end of the day, in my opinion, it's it's the bat that reigns supreme. So that that's what was a big factor in mind. But for my number 10 second baseman in baseball last or going into this season, I have Nico Horner of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, this guy, he's been solid. Uh, since his come up, he was a solid rookie back in 2019, I believe. And since then, he's just proved to be a consistent contact bat, in my opinion. Um, doesn't really flash much power. Uh, it's not That's not a must in baseball. That is a factor, though. But even then, he's productive at what he does. And I think he's just going to continue getting better and improving on what he does best, which is putting the bat on the ball and his glove. Yeah, I really like this guy. Um, he's a little higher up on my list. Um, he actually played shortstop last year and is moving over to second base since Dansby is signed there. But um, I really do like this guy. But at number 10 for me, I have Brendan Donovan uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals. And before I get into it, we'll be doing the same thing that we've been doing with every video. Christians will be the headshots and mine will be the names that pop up on the screen. So um, just wanted to continue that. But uh yeah, Brendan Donovan, super, super solid uh, rookie last year. Um, if it wasn't for Michael Harris and Spencer Strider, he honestly probably could have won uh, Rookie of the Year. But looking at some of his numbers, he had some kind of interesting numbers. He batted 281 last year. He had a 394 uh, OBP, but his slugging percentage was less than his OBP at 379, which was very interesting, to be honest. Um, he had 110 hits last year, and only 28 of them were extra base hits, so... Dude doesn't have a lot of power, um, does have really good contact, and has a really good eye, apparently, at the plate. But um, uh, he's going to be super solid for St. Louis, I think, this year. And um, that may be one of the best infield defenses in all of baseball with uh, Arenado, Goldschmidt, Tommy Edmond, and Brandon Donovan. 
Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Brendan Donovan, I feel like, is going to be a solid piece for St. Louis uh, for a few years to come, at the very least. And I'm going to be getting into him later. But for my number nine second baseman, you know, we're up in the team again. This is what I do. I got Glaber Torres of the New York Yankees. Uh, obviously, Glaber hasn't really panned out compared to the hype that he had coming uh, when he was first called up after the trade from Chicago. But I think he's kind of uh, – Found his tried a little uh, this past season. Not that it was a great season, but he had a solid season for sure. Good bounce uh, back. Yeah, really good bounce back for sure. Uh, 2020 and 2021 were definitely some tough stretches for him. I'll say that for sure. Injuries but, played a part in that too, though. Mm-hmm. But 24 home runs from Glaber, uh, I definitely can't complain about that. I thought he definitely stepped up in a lot of uh, moments for us last year as well. So... Yeah, I know I may have been a little hard on Glaber at times, but uh, to be honest with you, I'm happy with his production. And I, the thing is, I I feel like we just know what he might be capable of on his like when he's at his best. So I guess that's kind of a factor as to why some people are hard on him. But Glaber is number nine for me for sure. Yeah, Glaber's super solid. Um, Love what I saw from him last year in the bounce back, but. Um... Didn't make my list for me, um, but for number nine at me, I have Cattell Marte for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, this dude took a huge step back last year. I wouldn't say a huge step back, but he had a career low in batting average at 240. And this is a guy who most people had as their either number one or two second baseman going into the 2022 season. So um, this guy's kind of fallen down on a lot of people's lists that I've seen. Um, I think nine or eight is about right for him, but uh, nine is where he falls out on my list. He did hit a career high in uh, doubles last year. He hit 42 doubles, um, but everything else across the board was way down. Yeah, uh, Cattell's going to make an appearance on my list shortly, but uh, yeah, it, it really was a disappointing season from him last year. I'm hoping uh, he can bounce back, though. Obviously, we know what Cattell Marte is capable of. But for my number eight, uh, short, short stop. <laughs> but That'll be soon. My, <laughs> but for my number eight, second baseman in baseball, I've got Brandon Lau of the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, this guy was definitely solid for them uh, when they were really successful, uh, when they made a World Series appearance back in 2020. Uh, even the, the seasons before and 2021, uh, he was solid for them. What I like about Brandon Lau is that he provides a lot of power at a position that isn't necessarily a must for power. Uh, I know I know that kind of also ties into the fact that he kind of strikes out a good bit and is not the best contact guy. But what he does well, I think he excels at. And he's bouncing off of an injury-riddled season uh, in 2022, only played 65 games. But as, as long as he comes back healthy, there's nothing wrong with his back. I don't see why he can't be a top-five second baseman again. Oh, yeah, and I think he's going to be fully healthy uh, coming off that uh, injury. Looks like he's going to be healthy. He'll, he'll make an appearance a little later on in my list. But at number eight, um, I have who Christian had at number 10. I have Nico Horner. Uh, I think I said his name right. <laughs> I've been struggling with it, but uh, this dude is going to be honestly could be a top five second baseman this year. Um, his defense is one of the best at second base in all of baseball. He actually, um, like I said uh, earlier um, in the video, was a shortstop, and now that Dansby's there, he'll be moving to second. So 
Um, I think he's going to have a really solid season, and this is going to be one of the top uh, duos up the middle, uh, I think, for quite some time. Yeah, I feel that. And Horner, is he's very young in his career, so he, he definitely has a lot of time and potential to shoot up this list. And uh, the fact that he's so early in his career, uh, it could be a drastic jump on this list uh, with a breakout season. That's that's just kind of how it goes. Somebody on this list uh, kind of did that a little soon, I feel like. We'll get into him when the time comes. But for my number seven second baseman in baseball, uh, Alex has him at number nine. I have Cattell Marte. The reason why I have Cattell Marte at seven, uh, I, I just, I'm a fan of what he's done at his best. And I know he definitely, definitely had a bad season last year. There's no denying that. I just want to give him the benefit of the doubt, kind of. I'm hoping he's going to have a solid 2023. And a solid 2023 from Cattell Marte would definitely be him being in the top five, but at the same time, I can't jump too far, like far doing that, giving him the top five already. So I feel like seven's appropriate. I could be wrong though. Uh, he could be uh, straight up on the decline, but I'm hoping not. Yeah, I really hope not because he's way too young to be on the decline. To be honest, I don't. Even, I think mm-hmm. he's just now entering his prime, or not even there yet. So that would be not very good for him. But exactly. Um, I, I see why you have him a little higher though. It's kind of. It's kind of like I have this guy at number seven, Jorge Polanco. Um, it's kind of just off reputation. This guy's been in the league for a while, and he's been super solid. Um, he's played around the infield. He's played short. He's played first. He's played second. Um, he's played third. Uh, but he's been playing second for Minnesota. Um, he's a solid duo to add there with Carlos Correa at shortstop. But um, dude didn't play uh, that many games last year. Was hurt for some of it. Um, he kind of his numbers were way down last year. Um, especially in the power department. But um. I'm looking forward to this guy to bounce back, but I still think he's a top 10 second baseman in baseball. Yeah, with Polanco, uh, I definitely know what he's capable of. He's very talented. I'm a fan of uh, switch hitting players, and obviously that might be why I have Cattell up at seven. But I'm hoping to see Polanco uh, have a solid 2023 season. Um, 2022 wasn't the best, but, you know, 2023 definitely uh, he could have a I don't want to say breakout, but he could definitely have an all-star caliber season. He's He's got that type of talent, I feel like. But for my number six second baseman in baseball, I actually have Brendan Donovan of the St. Louis Cardinals. I know he made an appearance earlier on Alex's list, but I have him up here, even though he's just coming off of his rookie season. I think he definitely did his thing. Obviously, the power wasn't really there. He flashed five home runs, but... On base percentage of 394, that really stood out to me. I just, that being the best on base percentage of all second basemen in baseball last year was definitely a factor. And I think if he can even replicate that sort of season and say the rest of his contemporaries stay around the same, I would put him at the same spot next season too, because this, that's a productive season in my eyes. Uh, power not being the end all be all for second baseman. So, at the same time, though, uh, I would like to see more power. You know, power power is what gets the eyes on the game. To be honest, I think we're going to see a little more power from him this year. Um, I mean, five homers in, what, 120 games or something? Uh, that's not very good, to be honest. But, I mean, there's some guys, honestly, out there who aren't power guys. So, um, I mean, as long as he's getting on base a lot, like that 394 OBP, 
Um, I see why you have him at number six, and I can see him moving up on my list later on this year. But I do like him at number six, uh, honestly. But for me, at number six, I have Brandon Lau, who Christian has at number eight. Um, this guy, I mean, I really do like what he's done. It's just that last year he was, it was an injury-riddled year. Um, it's why I have him still high on this list. Um, I know Christian put him a little lower, but – um, I just think the injury kind of impacted him. And if you know baseball, if you know sports in general, I mean, a back injury is just brutal. Um, there's not really much you can do. Um, and dude's a solid defender, too. Um, he's going to be on a solid Tampa Bay team. I think Tampa Bay may take a step back this year. Um, but uh, regardless, they still got a solid second baseman. And uh, I'm expecting Brandon Lau to – probably be back to his normal self and hit around 25 to 30 homers this year. So that's why he's at number six for me. Yeah, I feel that he definitely could shoot up. Uh, like I said, the top five, a top five second baseman with a healthy season. He's just, he's got the pop like that. You should keep that in mind, Brendan Donovan. No, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> keep, keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. But for my number five, second baseman, Ozzy Albies. I'm a big fan of Ozzy of the Atlanta Braves. He, I love his flair to his game. I love the fact that he's a switch hitter, and he kind of feels like two different hitters on each side, just like he when is. it comes to his stance and ability. It's fun, but I really like uh, I like his uh, leadership mentality as well. I like how he's vocal on the field and encouraging of his teammates. But outside of that, I just think he's really talented, and I think it's criminal that a lot of people were leaving him off of this top 10 list in general. Uh, I know that he dealt with an injury-riddled season last year, but we know we know what a healthy Ozzy is capable of. And the thing is, Ozzy kind of came up and showed what he was capable of right away. So I feel like there's even more like room for, uh, I don't want to say improvement, but uh, just him to have like be a different caliber of a player. Because I think he's a solid, uh, a great player right now, but I think he could be like a, a step below like franchise. I don't, I don't know if he's already there. Uh, whatever. What What do you think about that, Alex? But I, I don't know. I feel like he could kind of get to that level. I mean, we all know who our franchise guy is, is <laughs> Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, Ozzy is like, he's, he's one step below that, but um, I mean, the leadership role, he's huge in it. And if it wasn't for him, he, he's the one who keeps Acuna in check half the time. So um, I'll actually get to Ozzy here in a second. Um, I love it. That he's in your top five. I completely agree with you that it is criminal that he is not on people's list. I don't care if he was hurt for majority of the year. Um, dude's one of the best players, probably top 50 player in baseball, honestly. But wow, that's, that's a different story. That's a different story. But I'll move on. At number five for me, I have Andres Jimenez, uh, second baseman for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, this dude uh, came out last year and broke out. Um, he had a pretty solid season the year before, but – um, last year was his first full season in the MLB um, after being traded uh, part of the Francisco Lindor trade to New York. Um, this was a big piece of that trade, and it looks like it's going to be a huge hit for them. Um, this dude is solid all around. He had career highs all across the board. Um, and this is someone who I definitely see being a big part of the Cleveland Guardians for um, the foreseeable future. Um, him, Jose Ramirez, and... Tristan McKenzie and guys like that. Um, this is a super solid team that a lot of people were not expecting to be good last year. Um, so 
Uh, that's why <laughs> I know Christian did it. I know I didn't either, to be honest, but um, that's why he's at uh, number five for me. Um, I just really like Andre Simmons. Yeah, I didn't appreciate them scaring the shit out of me uh, in the postseason. I thought the Yankees were really about to. Uh, never mind. Let's not even. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> but for my number four second baseman in baseball, uh, this is a guy who has been a top tier infielder for a while. But I've got Marcus Simeon of the Texas Rangers. And Simeon, obviously, he uh, came up as a shortstop. He was a shortstop with Oakland. Uh, made the transition to second base when he was traded to uh, Toronto. He had a really uh, record-setting season for second baseman in Toronto. I, I think wasn't it the most home runs by a second baseman ever? It was either the, the most. It was either the most or close to it. Because I know Brian Dozier broke it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, regardless, uh, Simeon went off with Toronto, and then he got a huge deal with Texas. And the first half of last year happened. It was it was Awful. brutal. Yeah, it was it wasn't fun to watch because we know what Simeon is capable of. But the second half he turned it back up and uh he balanced out he balanced out those numbers in my opinion last year. Ended up uh not looking as bad on paper as what we saw in the first half because of how good he did in the second half. But Simeon, uh number one, number two potential uh for second baseman in my opinion. Might be tough for number one. Uh we know there there's a guy that we'll get into. Can't wait to get into him, uh, by the way. Yeah, but... I know. You're a huge fan of him, too. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Simeon has potential to uh, produce at, at that level. So uh, he easily could shoot up uh, this list at, at any point in 2023. No, yeah, and I feel that. And that's why I actually have him higher on my list. But at number four, I have – you have a number five. I have my boy, Ozzy Albies. Um, I absolutely love this dude. This is probably my favorite player on the Braves, um, to be honest, because he's just – he's always got a smile on his face. He's always making others uh, better around him. But uh, I know he had an injury-riddled season last year, um, like Christian said. Um, he he broke his foot, uh, hitting a foul ball off his foot, and then literally I think it was either the first or second game he came back, he broke one of his fingers sliding into second base after uh, stealing a base. So – um, that's just the season that uh, went for him. Played 64 games or 65 games. I can't remember which one, but um, he had eight home runs and had around 35 RBI. So, I mean, he was on pace to really uh, break uh, or have career highs across the board besides batting average. Um, his batting average was not really there last year. And it's kind of like what Christian was saying. Um, this dude's a completely different hitter on each side of the plate. Uh, as a right-handed hitter, the dude's a monster. <laughs> As a left-handed hitter, really only has power. Um, if he can figure that out and get that average up uh, as a lefty, a uh, dude's going to be a problem because um, as a right-handed hitter, this dude bats like 350 as a career high, as a career batting average, which is kind of insane. But um, that's why I have him at number four. Um, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he shoots up higher this list this year because he's going to have a full and healthy season, I hope. Yeah. Um- like I was saying with Ozzy, bro, Ozzy, he's just got that potential as a player. Uh, still has that room to grow, in my opinion. Ozzy could be a, 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 the best second baseman in baseball, I feel like, if he's on top of his game. That might be a little out of pocket, but I, I'm I'm that big on Ozzy. Ozzy Albies, I'm a fan of him. But the top three. Uh, for my number three second baseman in baseball, 
I have Andres Jimenez of the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I know last season, uh, really being his first stint of a full season, uh, coming up uh, from that trade, Alex got into him a bit earlier, but Jimenez had a real solid season last year. Uh, uh, averaged just below 300 and flashed a good bit of pop as well, in my opinion. But Jimenez, uh, like Alex said, is about to be a key piece to the Guardians as long as he could keep producing. And fun fact, 69 RBIs. <laughs> nice. Alex told me about that. I got to give him credit. <laughs> I'll take the credit where it's due. <laughs> I can definitely see why you have him at number three. Um, I just want to see him do it for another full year, to be honest. Um, it's just kind of like all these rookies. Um, I mean, Brendan Donovan, that's kind of why I have him at number 10, too. Um, it's I just want to see him do it again. Uh, but number three for me, um, I have Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets. Um, this isn't my favorite player in the world, to be honest, but I have to give respect where it's due. Um, Jeff McNeil is definitely one of the best second basemen in all of baseball. Um, doesn't have a lot of power, has a shit ton of contact, though, and his bat-to-ball is very good. He does not strike out very often. Um, and he actually led the National League in batting average. He beat Freddie Freeman by point zero zero one of a point last year. Um, but I mean, the still, uh, he didn't play as many games either. I think he barely made the threshold for the batting average title, but I mean, still batting 326 through a hundred and something games is pretty damn impressive. And, um, his defense is pretty good too. Um, he's on a very, very solid team, to be honest. Um, the Mets are going to be very good this year, but, um, I mean, honestly, I don't know too much more to say about him. That's it's why he's at number three for me. Um, I think a lot of people are going to have him at number two, um, but uh, this dude is definitely a top five, top three, really, second baseman right now in baseball. Alex, I know it took a lot to get that much positive things to say about Jeff, Jeff McNeil from you. I know it took a lot. Yeah, I'm not even going to say anything else. Squirrel. I'm playing. What a nickname. But, what uh, a nickname. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know some people feel certain types of ways about it, but before, before I get into uh, that guy and his nickname anymore, uh, some honorable mentions real quick. For my first honorable mention, I've got Colton Wong of the Seattle Mariners, uh, St. Louis Cardinals vet, brief stint with the Brewers, but Colton Wong has been a, a solid player for a while. Uh, he's an honorable mention. I don't have too much to say about him, but maybe he could creep his way up to this list at some point this season. But I definitely respect Colton Wong. He's, he needs an honorable mention. Oh, yeah, and he definitely does. I've seen him at 8 through 10 on a bunch of lists. Um, a lot of people give him honorable mentions, but I wouldn't be surprised if he cracks this list um, at the end of the year. Um, but for me, my first honorable mention is Whit Merrifield of the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, this dude plays everywhere, but I think he's going to play second base for them this year um, since that outfield's pretty much set. But not really too much to say about this guy. He doesn't have a lot of pop. He's kind of like Brendan Donovan, steals a lot of bases, uh, has a high average. Um, good defense, really good defense, actually. So uh, not really too much to say about him, but going to be a good piece for that team. Yeah, no doubt. And for my second honorable mention, uh I got the Crone Zone, or whatever you want to call him. I got Jake Cronenworth of the San Diego Padres. Uh, this guy's a beast, in my opinion. I'm kind of debating right now if he should be on my list or not, but as of now, he's an honorable mention. 
I really like his bat. Um, I like how he steps up in clutch moments for them, like this past postseason. He did a couple times. And I like his versatility, even though he's a primary second baseman. Uh, he's been at other positions before, including first base. And, yeah, uh, Cronenworth, I definitely think he deserves a shout-out as well because he's very talented and should be a top-10 uh, second baseman, in my opinion, at some point this season as long as these guys don't fall off. No, I feel that too. And before I get into my second one, and before people like rampage our comments and everything, uh, Jazz Chisholm is not a second baseman anymore. He's playing center field, so that is why he's not on our list or an honorable mentions. Um, I, just, mm-hmm. I should have said that at the beginning of the video. I just completely forgot. But um, yeah, I, I know his face is down there, um, but he is not a second baseman anymore. Um, I don't even know he's playing second base for Miami this year. Oh, Luis Arias, they just traded for mm-hmm. him. But um, yeah, to move on to my – sorry about that. But to move on to my second honorable mention, um, I got Bryson Stott of the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, this dude played shortstop last year for them. Um, but after getting Trey Turner, he's going to slide over to second base. And I think he's going to do a fine job there. Um, that's going to be one hell of a duo up the middle. And he had a super solid season after he was called up. So um, I'm looking forward to this guy uh, – Maybe cracking this list at uh, some point this year. Um, yeah, I, I agree with uh, Bryson Stott as an honorable mention for sure. And real quick, uh, that disclaimer about Jazz, that was a must. That was a must, Alex, because Jazz would definitely make my list of if he was still considered a second baseman. But I no. wouldn't put him. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I have my opinions on Jazz. Yeah, but no, it's there's opinions to be had, but I, I, I see his talent. I'm going to say that for sure. I, I think he – I don't know where he would be on my list, but he'd be on my list. But He'd probably be top five, to be honest. Yeah. He's got the pop like that. He ain't 40-40, though, like MLB Network saying, no. <laughs> hey. That's a debate yeah. for another day. I don't even want to get into that. He's a center fielder <laughs> now. He's a center fielder now. Five that adds player. twenty. Ho- it adds 20 home runs, apparently, to his – Yeah, uh, five tool now. That's <laughs> – uh, we'll get but, into that later on, I'm sure, this uh, offseason. Yeah. But back to our uh, top two second baseman in baseball. My number two, uh, to continue off of Alex's number three, is Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets. Uh, McNeil, I'm a fan of his game. I know he doesn't bring much pop to the plate, but bat to ball, like Alex said, not second to none. A batting champion last year. Beat your boy Freddie by .001, but... It's all good. Freddie has. You don't my team anymore. It's okay. Well, yeah, but he's still your guy. He's still your guy. Man. <laughs> no, I know. Just like how Gallo's my guy. Psych. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> he's not by any means. But yeah, Jeff McNeil, uh, definitely a key factor to the Mets. I feel like when he's playing well, that's when the Mets are usually at their best. But hopefully, uh, he's going to have a solid 2023, but not against the Yankees. Yeah, and hopefully it's not against the Braves either. But uh, for number two, for me, I have uh, who you had at number four. I have Marcus Simeon. Um, I just really like how this guy has kind of steadily improved almost his entire game since he's been called up. Um, I remember when he got called up in Oakland, he was absolutely horrible at defense. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later, the dude turned into a gold glove uh, second baseman. So or even shortstop too. I know the last season he was in Oakland, he had a really good season at uh, defensively, but I'm looking for this guy to bounce back. Um, 
I really wouldn't say even bounce back because the second half of last season was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And like Christian said earlier, it kind of balanced out his stats. Um, he ended up batting 248 last year. Um, his on-base percentage was a little down, um, and his slugging percentage was a little down too. But that's just because the first half was honestly just so bad. But I'm looking forward to this guy bounce back and uh, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, maybe one of the best uh, power duos up the middle in all of baseball. Without a doubt, I would love to see them uh, on their game this year. That, that duo up the middle would be crazy with DeGrom uh, leading Pitching. the way on the mound. With I, I'd be I'm confident. excited for Texas this year. Yeah, yeah, Texas, they have a lot of potential, but at the same time, it, it, I feel like it could go very bad too if mm-hmm. the scenario is not right. But I'm hoping it is right. But for my number one second baseman in baseball, it's kind of obvious. Your favorite uh, player in the MLB. Not at all. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I know. I know the scandal and everything happened. I'm going to, I'm just going to say it's Jose Altuve of the Houston Astros before I get into this monologue or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I know he was part of the cheating scandal. I know that uh, a lot of information has come out and all the speculation that he wasn't even part of the cheating in 2017. But Bro, he had a bad tattoo. Yeah, it was just a, it was just a bad tattoo. Like that's all. But no, nah, on a serious note, ta- uh, I was about to say Tatis. Tatis, no, wow. Altuve. <laughs> uh, complete different players, build wise, and well, no, no, no. They have one thing in common. They both cheat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, but, that but. is true, though. <laughs> but Altuve, um, he's been solid for a while outside of the old. Uh, cheating scenario. I, I honestly love his come up story. Uh, no, nobody really wanted to give a guy who was five five a chance, and uh, he basically forced himself into a chance, and it he made the most of it ten times over. So I definitely respect that aspect. And I'm not gonna lie, not gonna lie, Alex. I have kind of eased up on Altuve over the fact that he's kind of a mentor to Jeremy. <laughs> I mean that makes sense. I mean, that is another top duo right there up the middle. But yeah, I I, I respect that. Yeah. So Altuve, uh, best second baseman, and on, it's honestly quite a gap between two and one, especially based off twenty twenty two. Altuve went off in twenty twenty two. Only one of three second basemen to have an OPS over eight hundred, and he was the only one with one over nine hundred. Uh, he had one at nine twenty. And the 28 home runs from, from the little guy, that's crazy in my opinion. So, solid 2022 from Altuve. Really good bounce back after, uh, I guess, uh, the bit of a struggle he had dealing with uh, the criticism over the scandal. Uh, this was, I feel like, his real real bounce back season because it, he, I guess, showed flashes, but it wasn't really consistent until 2022. No, yeah, I completely agree with you on everything you said. Um, it's why I have my number one too. Um, and it, like you said, it it's not really close between one and two. Um, it's a pretty big gap. Uh, Jose Altuve, honestly, uh, has really been probably the best second baseman since his MVP season in 2017. Even though that is questionable, and I know we've talked about that multiple times, but uh, injuries have kind of hampered him down the past couple of years, but um, this dude broke out last year, not broke out last year, but had a really good season. 
only really concerning thing last year was the RBIs. He only had 57 RBIs, even <laughs> though he had, he hit 28 home runs. But that's just because he's hitting leadoff and stuff like that. So um, guys like that may not get the best RBI uh, opportunities, um, unless you're Ronald Acuna Jr., who for some reason has a lot of RBIs. But um, that's fine with me. I don't care. It's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's that's one reason why uh, Jose Altuve is uh, on my list at number one. Um, he's the best second baseman and is honestly probably a top 25 player in baseball. So. Yeah, honestly, I, I would say that uh, top 25. Ooh, that's actually a little hard, but yeah. Uh, it's close. It's close now it's with close. all these young guys now. True, but I would have to put him there, I think. Well, we could get into that another day. But Jose Altuve rounds out our uh, top 10 second baseman in baseball. Uh, maybe uh, some of these guys will be changing positions on this list at some points of this season. Uh, I'm hoping to see the guys that dealt with injury-riddled seasons to bounce back and have healthy seasons, of course. And, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to seeing these guys in 2023. And that does it for another video for the All Takes No Whiffs podcast. Uh, another baseball rankings video for our top 10 players at each position, uh, giving out our top 10 second basemen. Um, kind of a little of a hard list to come up with, but I think we managed to uh, get through it. Um, but before we get out of here, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, and make sure you turn on notifications to know that we post new content if you enjoyed what you saw and want to see more of our rankings coming up here throughout the future. But also, if you want, let us know in the comments below who you think should be on this list if we left anyone off and if you think you agree with our number one second baseman. Yeah, uh, you guys can let us know any of your thoughts on, on this matter. Uh, you can also find us on any of our social media pages if you want to let us know our thoughts on there. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, all at ATNW Podcast. And if you want, you can find my personal Instagram and Twitter at Christian underscore S52. And if you want, you can find mine at ahendy2215. But as for this video, uh, second baseman, it was a little tough, but it was fun to make. And I'm looking forward to third baseman. Yeah, uh, if you're going, I guess, in the order on the field. That's next. Numbers-wise, it's third baseman, yeah. But until then, peace. Peace.